Greetings and welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 151, Saturday, December 31st, 2022. My name is James Hussein Cashpole, Mr. OK Jazz, coming to you as always from the rough, gritty, and wonderfully festive-like streets of North Yokohama, right here in the Tokyo metropolitan area of Eastern Japan, the world's largest megacity. I'm a freelance broadcaster and music writer, and this podcast is pretty much whatever's been on my playlists recently. No borders or genres, just a whole lot of great tunes. Minasama, OK Jazz, yokoso. Dai 151kai mei no episode hajimarimasu. Tokyo Jazz site, tokyo-radio.com no James Hussein Cashpole. Mr. OK Jazz de gozaimasu. Well, we're getting deep into the blues there to kick off this episode of the pod. That was the group Memphisippi Sounds doing a tune called Crossroads from their phenomenal debut album called Welcome to the Land. I introduced these guys earlier in the year. They are a duo, Cameron Kimbrough and Damian P. Pearson. Well, the two met by chance at a gig in Memphis a few years back. They both come from a deep background in the blues. Cameron's grandfather is actually Junior Kimbrough, a very well-known musician. Well, they started jamming together, and as written on their website, they play a blend of North Mississippi Hill Country Blues combined with the Memphis sound, soul, and even a little bit of hip-hop. Well, this album is so fresh-sounding and hypnotic. I loved everything about it. Definitely one of the happiest discoveries of the year for me. And needless to say, an album I recommend that you purchase at once. Welcome to the Land by Memphisippi Sounds. Certainly the hippest new blues release I've heard in a while, that's for sure. Now, I am cheating just a tiny little bit there, though, as Welcome to the Land was released in late 2021, but since I only heard it in 2022, I'm going to include it in this episode anyways, as I go back to some of the best new releases of the year. That's right, it's the tradition no one asked for, the OK Jazz year-end review. And wow, what a year it's been. Of course, not just musically for me, I had a lot going on with various projects, travels, and side jobs. Shared a little bit of that over the course of the year on the episodes, including, of course, our biggest news, and that's that Philip Barneal and I, my, my buddy, the photographer, we have finally made our fundraising goal for the Tokyo Jazz Joints photo book. Thank you to everyone who supported our Kickstarter campaign so far. Now, there's still some books available, though, in the first run, so if you can donate within the next 20 days or so at the time of this recording, you can basically pre-order your copy of the hardcover book that will be released in spring 2023. Now, Philip and I have spent seven-plus years working on this, visiting all types of jazz joints around the country here. Head to kickstarter.com and search for Tokyo Jazz Joints, and you can read all about the project. And again, thank you to everyone who supported us so far. We're overwhelmed. Well, now we've got more important business to attend to here, though, and that's some of my favorite releases of 2022. It was another packed year. I didn't quite get to as many new records as I hoped. Uh, in my tracking notes, I have down that I listened to 188 new releases. Uh, only a fraction of everything that's come in, though, to my mailbox from various labels and PR people and directly from musicians themselves sometimes. So much of it was great listening, I, and I can't possibly get to everything on today's episode. We're already going to be pushing it with 19 tracks lined up in almost two hours, probably. As always, don't consider this episode comprehensive. There were some that I just couldn't get in because of length of songs or because I wanted to keep things varied. I mean, this episode could easily just be all jazz releases, but that's not how we roll here. You know, I take my responsibility seriously to introduce you to new tunes from around the globe. So let's fuel up the OK Jazz Starship 
because we're going to hit a lot of places, including the United States, the UK, Mali, Angola, Peru, Taiwan, Greece, Lebanon, Senegal, South Africa, and Brazil for some of the best sounds released this year. We're going to start, though, with an unbelievably cool project from a singer named Liraz. Liraz is from Israel, but her family originally came from Iran. And over the course of the last few albums, Liraz, mainly singing in the Persian or Farsi language, has been doing some collaborations secretly with musicians in Iran, including female musicians who sadly cannot perform openly in the country. Iran and Israel have no official relations, so it's very inspiring to see collaborations like this happening, even if it has to be done in secret. You know, both the Israeli and Iranian governments are fairly hideous for a multitude of reasons, but it's the people of those fine countries who are hopefully going to lead to better conditions, including all the great musicians. So let's have a listen to this awesome tune called Junun Yani. The word Junun meaning something along the lines of crazy love. It's a word apparently used more in the epic Persian poetry than in everyday life, and here on this great tune from Liraz. Many thanks to Sahar in London for translating that one for me. So, take it away, Liraz. Okay, Jazz, episode number 151, 2022, year and special here on New Year's Eve. Ikimashou!
yeah, let's let's count in the, in the temple. So where was he at?
love that one. Yet another winner from the excellent Jazz is Dead series. That's a set of recordings put together by Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad over the last couple years. I've introduced several of their releases now in the Jazz is Dead series. And this is where they not only honor the past, but sounding very contemporary with their music, but they also feature some lesser-known jazz veterans. Musicians, maybe not household star names, but people who've been in the industry for decades that are deserving of more respect and recognition. Now, this edition of the Jazz is Dead series, number 11, features trombonist, composer, and arranger Phil Ranolin, and also saxophonist Wendell Harrison. And the track that we just heard is called Running with the Tribe. It's funny, some people have really misinterpreted what the Jazz is Dead series is about because of the title, and they've even criticized the two guys for it, which is really stupid. If you give a listen to even a couple of these releases, you'll understand right away how much they are actually honoring and respecting the music while still moving it along into the contemporary era. Well, if you can access it online, a few issues ago, Downbeat Magazine had a very good article on the Jazz is Dead project, which explains what they're trying to do. So have a look for that one. Okay, uh, more contemporary so-called jazz now and a regular visitor to my year-end podcast episodes. It's the brilliant Chip Wickham. Well, originally from Brighton in the UK and then part of the very lively Manchester jazz scene there. For the last several years, Chip has moved between Spain, the UK, and the Middle East. Now, he's a devoted follower of the great Dr. Youssef Latif. And on Chip Chip has released several wonderful solo albums so far, all of which have appeared here on OK Jazz over the years. His latest, called Cloud 10, and his first release on the Gondwana Records label, again, one of the best records I've heard this year. I'm so hoping that we can get Chip over to Japan in 2023 for some gigs, now that the borders are completely open. But let's have a listen to this beautiful one featuring him on flute. This is called Winter, Chip Wickham from his album Cloud 10.
Acaba o Luquiza Divido a Chica Vamos conviver to share it again this is now a staple of any dj sets that i might be doing as it instantly gets people up and moving around it's the legend bonga the title track to his latest album quintal da banda 
Well, Bonga is 80 years old, if you can believe it. Sadly, he's not touring anymore, but man, he can still sing and just bring an irresistible ginga groove from his native Angola in Southwest Africa. Bonga is a true music superstar for more than 50 years now and definitely one of my all-time favorite singers. This new album's great, of course, but if you'd like to hear more from Bonga, you have to go back to get his classics, Angola 72 and Angola 74, recorded while he was in political exile in Europe. Right, uh, from one superstar legend of African music to another, this year saw another top-notch release from the Queen, Umu Sangare. Umu is from Mali in West Africa, a legend for many reasons, some of which have nothing to do with music. Um, she's been on a roll with her last three releases, all of which are among her best work. Since her debut in 1989 at the age of only 22, and up until her new one now called Timbuktu, Umu Sangari has consistently sung songs about empowering women in Africa, leading by example as a musician who is not only in charge of her own career, but also she's a successful businesswoman, all the while making killer music, and very modern music as well. This is, although you can hear traditional instruments in it, this is very modern African pop music. So let's hear one then from the album Timbuktu, a song called Sarama by the incomparable Umu Sangari. <laughs> Sebebe buru 
That's a great, great version there of Pharoah Sanders' Thimby. And that comes from the album Freedom by keyboardist composer Mark DeClive Lowe. Mark is originally from New Zealand. He was based in the UK for many years, but is now resident in Los Angeles. This double album release was a celebration of the music of Pharoah Sanders. And a very timely one as it came out just two months before the great man left us in september it's a double live album with a real cracking band that includes teodros avery corbin jones tomaso capalado carlos nino and dwight tribble so check out mark's bandcamp page for more about this one recorded live at the blue whale club in los angeles it's called freedom and I'm hoping to see Mark again soon here in Japan now that you know the borders are open. Mark has a very personal relationship to Japan through his family lineage, which he has discovered previously on his two-volume release, Heritage, which I introduced last year. Okay, from Los Angeles, let's zoom across the Pacific to the beautiful island nation of Taiwan. And yes, Taiwan is a nation, no matter what China says. Taiwan has its own government, currency, military, elections, flag, passports, defined borders. It's an independent country, and we should all acknowledge that as such. Well, I've been very lucky to have three trips to Taiwan in the past um, to visit some good friends there in Taipei, actually. Big hugs to Mark, Cece, and Elliot. I hope you're listening. Well, Taiwan has also, in the last few years, seen some notable new music releases kind of a little bit of a scene developing of modern folk music which explores the both the indigenous to aboriginal sounds and also the chinese influenced instruments that are found in the island and one of such group is called a moving sound they incorporate not only music from taiwan but also mainland china and even central asia into their instrumental lineup mix the group features the very startling vocals of Mia Shi and composer Scott Prairie on Zhong Ran, bass guitar, gong and vocals, Cheng Jun Wu on percussion, saxophone and synthesizer, Chang Qin Lo on erhu, that's a stringed instrument found throughout China, and Hua Zhao Xie on guitar, Zhong Ran vocals, bass, with some other guests included. Well, I reviewed this album for Songlines magazine earlier this year, and it was really struck by them. They've got a very unique sound, so uh, I'm sure they'd be a thrilling live group. So have a listen. This is a moving sound from Taiwan, their album called Starshine, a song called Dynasty. <laughs> Yeah. 
Me permito volar tan alto como quiera, me permito reír tan fuerte como pueda. Me permito salir tan lejos que no vuelva, me permito caer tan profundo. Me permito luchar hasta vencer en la guerra. Me permito saltar hacia lo desconocido, me permito llorar
from the project Afro-Andean Funk. An album was called The Sacred Leaf, and we heard a tune called Me Permito. Well, I introduced this album earlier this year. It is a really, really fascinating project started by Araceli Poma from Peru and Matt Garrity from New York City. They've done some great work here to introduce music from Peru that has not really hit the mainstream world or jazz scene the way that some other countries in South America have. Well, to quote from their website, Afro-Andean Funk's first release, The Sacred Leaf, presents nine original songs with Araceli Poma singing in Spanish as well as in the ancient Incan language known as Quechua, thus paying homage to her Andean and Afro-Peruvian roots. The nine original tracks on The Sacred Leaf, composed by Garrity and Poma, reflect the duo's deep love for music from a variety of styles and places. Their music expressively mingles a broad spectrum of traditional and modern musical styles, such as Afro-pop, Juanio, which is a popular form of Andean music, and dance, electronica, drum bass, funk, cumbia, which comes from Colombia, as well as hard rock. And you can hear all bits of that in that tune that we just heard. This is a really, really great project, so go over to their website to read more about them, Afro-Andean Funk, and their album, The Sacred Leaf. Well, I talked at length on episode 150 about how much I value all the great musicians that I've discovered over the years doing this program, and also introduced one of my recent favorites, Tassos Spiliotopoulos from Greece. Well, Tassos is settled in Sweden now. I think he should be much more well-known in the jazz world, though, as he has such a great guitar tone. And he's another kickin' new release in 2022 called Ballad for a New World. Let's have a listen to the tune called Corridor, OK Jazz Regular. Tassos Spiliotopoulos.
great release from the International Anthem label in Chicago. It's the debut album as a leader by percussionist Daniel Villarreal called Panama 77. And we heard a tune there called Cali Colors. Daniel is originally from Panama, but settled in Chicago years back, and he's a regular in many, many projects there. Well, this album is not really easy to categorize. I've been really digging it, um, both great rhythmically, but also some really atmospheric-type production, as you could hear on that track. Well, we'll be back with the International Anthem label a little bit later again, too. I easily could have had five or six albums from them on my New Year's list. Okay, next up, uh, one from a musician that uh, I heard from years back, but ne <clears throat> next up, one from a musician who I had heard of years back, but never really sat down to listen to her music. Finally, this year, I gave a lot of time to her new album called Finding Home, and it's Maya Youssef from Syria. Well, Maya comes from Damascus, and she plays the kanun. That's the 78-string zither instrument that traditionally was only played by men in that region. Though I read on her website, she first heard it when she was nine years old and said boldly that that's going to be what her instrument is. Maya is now based in the UK. You know, her story is a real interesting one and very sad, of course. So many people from Syria cannot make their way home due to the ongoing war there. It's now in its 10th year, I believe, started in 2011. So many people are displaced. Well, that's a topic that's much too complicated to get into on this show, but you know, you can read more about Maya and her situation on her website. And more about this album, Finding Home, which is absolutely a masterpiece. Extremely moving listen as well. So check out this beautiful one called Semi of Trees. And you'll know why I have Finding Home is easily one of my top records of the year. Maya Youssef from Syria.
Beautiful As Would Be Expected. That's from the latest album release by the duo of Katrin Finch on the Welsh harp and Seku Keita on the Cora. It's a follow-up to one of 2018's best albums called Soar. This one called Echo, and that was a tune called Jele Kalon. Well, Echo includes strings uh, this time. They were recording with, I think, the London Symphony Orchestra. I admit, I'm usually a little bit skeptical of the many with strings albums, as they often end up being real soundtracky and kind of overly dramatic, but you should have trust in Katrin and Seku. They are such brilliant musicians that they would not be overwhelmed by the orchestrations. As usual, can't wait until these two can make it over to Japan for some live gigs. Uh, I think that Katrin Finch was battling cancer, unfortunately, a couple years ago, but she does seem to be recovered now. Okay, back in the OK Jazz Starship, this time we're going to go down to South Africa. Now, South African jazz has been around since the 1950s and is its own wonderful subset of the world of jazz. Uh, of world jazz, I should say. And we've heard a lot of classics here on OK Jazz in the past, including, of course, some of my favorite musicians like Abdullah Ibrahim and Johnny Diani. But the scene currently in South Africa is very vibrant, so much so, in fact, that I'm behind on my listening. There are about four current releases still on my playlist to get to from South Africa. Well, one of the leaders of the current scene there is Unduduzo Makathini. He is a pianist and composer and band leader. Well, in, in addition to releasing eight albums so far to date, uh, Unduduzo is also head of the music department at Fort Hare University in South Africa, and he performs regularly worldwide. Well, his latest release on Blue Note Africa, that's the new endeavor between Blue Note Records and Universal Music Africa, is called In the Spirit of Untu, and it's appeared on many Best of 22 2022 lists that I've seen uh, so far for very good reason. Features a real killer lineup of local players such as trumpeter Robin Fassi Kolk and saxophonist Linda Sikakane, but also special guests from the US like alto saxman Jalil Shaw, another OK Jazz regular. Well, this is just simply some of the best music being made today, jazz or otherwise. So have a listen to this one. It's called Amathongo from the album In the Spirit of Untu by Unduduzo Makathini from South Africa.
again to the international anthem label from Chicago as promised. This was one of the most anticipated albums of the year and it did not disappoint. Drummer, DJ, producer, band leader, Micaiah McCravens in these times. And we heard the track called Seventh Spring. You know, Micaiah has released several brilliant albums in the last few years, but this one is being talked about somewhat as his best yet. Now reading quickly from his Bandcamp page here. This is the album Craven has been trying to make since he started making records, and his patience, ambition, and persistence have yielded an appropriately career-defining body of work. As epic and expansive as it is impressively potent and concise, the 11-song suite was created over seven years as McCraven strived to design a highly personal but broadly communicable fusion of odd meter original compositions from his working songbook with orchestral large ensemble arrangements and the edit-heavy organic beat music that he has honed over a growing body of production craft. With contributions from over a dozen musicians and creative partners, including Jeff Parker, Junius Paul, Brandy Younger, Joel Ross, and Marquise Hill, the music was recorded in five different studios and four live performance spaces, while McCraven engaged in an extensive post-production work from home. Well, you know, Makai McCraven, he's not only a musician out there putting together albums in this way, but in my opinion, he's at another level. And this album in these times really just have a strange sort of intoxicating power to it. I recommend you listen to it from start to finish. It's only 43 minutes long, but you'll get a real feel for what he's trying to do. Uh, it's just brilliant stuff. You know, I was real lucky to interview Micaiah several years back, and he's extremely eloquent in speech as well as in his music. It was a real pleasure to talk with him. Okay, speaking of eloquent, uh, poet, activist, and educator Aja Monet has been a vibrant and important voice in the contemporary art scene in New York City for years now. Now, I've not been living in New York for a very long time, so I, I was not familiar with Aja, however, but earlier this year on uh, Toshio Matsuda's Tokyo Moon radio show here in Japan, he played the following, and it's Aja reading her poem, Give Me Regards to Brooklyn give my regards to Brooklyn, over a very heavy, funky, hypnotic piece of music featuring musicians like Marcus Gilmore and Christian Scott. Now, I grew up in Brooklyn, and so this piece spoke to me very directly, but, you know, you can be someone who's never even been to New York before, and Aja's descriptions of life in Brooklyn streets will be so vivid and alive. It's, it's truly one of the most exhilarating things that I've heard in a long, long time. So turn this one up, close your eyes, and go on a nine-minute trip to Brooklyn with the amazing Aja Monet. This is Give My Regards to Brooklyn. watching with Basquiat, 
sitting on a curb on Bedford Ave, sipping piraguas, talking about never thought I'd live to see the day. Could have sworn I saw Otis Blackwell walking out the corner store on Atlantic Ave, smoking a Lucy, whistling a new tune for Elvis to cover. And it was gully right, because I caught Biggie on a stoop in Bed-Stuy, selling dope to a hipster with ready to die tattered across the pail of his arm. Hadn't seen a hoopty in a while when old dirty bastard pulled up offering me a ride to the pink houses. And suddenly a handsome mocha man sitting on a nearby fire escape calls my name. I could tell it was Jackie by the Dodger stitched across his chest. He told me I miss home and then it all fades to black. When I woke, when I woke the blue moon was sprawling out of its hiding place. Limbs hanging over the shoulder of night. After lovers had abandoned their bodies laughing in the corners of each other, I was a Fulton lamppost staring at the sky's cheekbones, shy of stardust through the blinds of J-train tracks. This, this is how it feels to dream, to dream of being moonlight in East New York, a concrete plant collecting whispers of bodega blues, darling sunrise tickles drumbeat hips, swaying, swaying through the air of Sasson, and I envy the morning swag. Boomboxes hold our windows open in July. We face our fears on the cyclone called romance or stroll along the boardwalk in Coney Island. Head knots pay respect on beat. Boys playing scully in the street. We used to buy our kicks from City Line and roll a blunt for all our fallen soldiers and spark a generation in love with spray cans and naked tenement buildings. Graffiti the spirits of hustlers with bubble letters. Mr. Softy Summers meant stealing Abuela Santo offerings for Tweety Bird on a popsicle stick playing hopscotch on the broken sidewalk, eavesdropping on front stoop gossip hair, braiding fingers dancing between strands of air. Brothers get caught. Brothers get caught in barbershops and gangs get caught in street corners get caught. Thrown against the hood of cop cars, seen one too many handcuffs on the wrists of brown and black skin. We dock, we dock slave ships on our shores daily. We know Rikers Island like a country home. I'm convinced, I'm convinced my father conceived me in Kings County arraignments while daydreaming of freedom. I owe my life, I owe my life to the woman who stopped my mother on the B-56 on her way to the abortion clinic and told her, you have a poet coming. I'd say the thing that you bring out most in me that makes me smile is belief. Is belief that anything can happen in moments of doubt. Um, you've always made me believe in myself.
a visionary of timeless proportion. As I grew, our relationship did as well. At times in my life when I was lost and addicted, she found me. When I was fighting the world with my back against the wall, she urged me to remember my beauty. I've always seen her words as soaring testimonials of love and pain and redemption, but above all, love in all of its radical transformative manifestations. She is the true definition of a truth teller. And Ogun and Arisha, a channel for those before us and those who will come after.
Lovely, yet another superb album from the vibraphonist and band leader Joel Ross. This is his third release. It's called The Parable of the Poet. It's a seven-tune suite featuring a band of eight musicians, including Annual Wilkins on saxophone, Maria Grand on tenor, Marquis Hill on trumpet, Kalia Vandiver on trombone, Sean Mason on piano, Rick Rosato on bass, and Craig Weinrib on drums. And I think it's important to highlight all the musicians on this recording as this is, really is a band project. All the players contributing to the whole under Joel's leadership. You know, people who talk about there not being anything of worth to listen to new jazz albums and only go back to the 1960s or 50s, I would say just go and buy Joel Ross's first three albums and then get back to me. He is already a giant of this music at the age of 26. Well, once again, a quick shout out to everyone who's contributed to the Tokyo Jazz Joints Photo Project uh, and our Kickstarter campaign. Uh, we really do appreciate it. We passed our goal, but there's still a lot of books available left if you'd like to order one. All you've got to do is contribute at the kickstarter.com page. Uh, as always, you can see today's playlist, the social media sites, at Mark Mr. OK Jazz Tokyo on Twitter, Instagram, there's a Tokyo Jazz Site Facebook page, and of course the program page at Tokyo Jazz Site. You can download the show via iTunes, um, you can listen on SoundCloud. There's no excuse, there's plenty of places to listen, and please do spread it around. Hope you enjoyed the selections. Um, as you could tell, I am a little bit, or actually quite under the weather today. I woke up really, really sick. Um, hopefully I can kick that with a little bit of a nap soon. So sorry for the clunkiness in, the, in, my, uh, in my introductions today, but uh, had to soldier on to get this one out there before the end of the year. It is New Year's Eve, and so I'm gonna do a little bit of house cleaning, take a nap, and if I'm feeling better, maybe dive into this uh, tall can of Imperial Stout that I've got cooling in the fridge. Now, I'll be back in January 2023 with the next episode. Um, I've got a lot of things planned for 2023 and maybe a little couple new segments as well for the show. So stay tuned for that. I do appreciate everybody that listens and gets in touch. We are now averaging about 2,500 plays per episode, which is fantastic. You know, people listening from all around the globe. But let's kick that higher. If you enjoy the music, share it with a music-loving friend. We're going to go out today with one more tune from the great Brazilian Bruno Moreas. He's going to take us home from his album Poder Supremo. Played from that two or three times this year. It's one of the best records I've heard from Brazil in a long time. And a little bit of a special one after Bruno. We've got a long tune from Benny Maupin and Adam Rudolph from their release Symphonic Tone Poem from Brother Youssef. It's a tribute to the great Dr. Youssef Latif. One of the most interesting projects I heard this year and an album that I feel is everything that people said the floating point of Pharoah Sanders' album was. But actually, I think this one is much, much better. and Hopefully, it'll get the same kind of pub. That's Benny Maupin and Adam Rudolph. Well, much love, everyone. Have a safe and happy New Year's. Love y'all. This is Mr. OK Jazz. I'm out. Minasama kiki itadaite. Arigatou gozaimasu. Oaite wa James Cashpal de Chita. O destino é tão cruel Mas cumprindo a lei do amor A terra será Egoísmo e maldade, ninguém vive.
that I am 